Oh, hi, everybody. My name is Matt Stores, and welcome to Matt's Planning. Today, I have an expert on who is going to talk about something that they're extremely passionate about. Expert, please introduce yourself and tell us what you're an expert in. Hi, I'm Danny Rathbun. I'm a comedian, a writer, and podcaster, and I am an expert on Batman. I had a Batman podcast that went on for about five years. We covered 149 Batman movies. Interesting. My understanding of the Batman is that he is a character that has his origins in Detective Comics, who originally was a reflection on the haves and have-nots, basically this idea that our corporate overlords would save us from time to time, would come in and say, oh, these employees, these poor people of Gotham City, don't worry, you're not going to have affordable housing, but you will have your CEO of your company come in and beat up the bad guys that are <laughs> trying to kill you. And everyone's dreams. Everyone's dreams. You can't your your job, you're not going to get a raise. But <laughs> if there's a nefarious guy in a weird outfit with impeccable tailoring, that's the thing that a lot of people don't talk about when it comes to Batman. The tailoring, comics everywhere. Whoever's tailoring these superhero and supervillain <laughs> costumes, amazing doing amazing work. And that's Fantastic another th job. Truly. And they they have it a little bit in the Batman, one of the bat some of the Batman movies, like the Christian Bale one, the first one, with like him trying to figure out what his costume's gonna be and like figuring out the helmet, making sure that it's the pristine. But one of the things they don't talk about is like him going to a seamstress or learning to sew to figure out like, oh yeah, okay, this one, this plate is going to be effective against dog attacks. Oh, this one's going to be effective against knife attacks. And like, that's the, that's the biggest oversight. I feel like just a, <laughs> a quick montage of like him watching YouTube tutorials about how to sew would really, really bring that character down to earth. But ultimately, you might not get a raise, but you will have somebody come in and give you an antidote to a neurotoxin that they just <laughs> lots of neurotoxins in Gotham City. I don't know if it's a it, it seems like it's a medical and scientific hub along with like a criminal hub. But yeah, a lot of neurotoxins, lots of opportunities to just have a bad time honestly i don't know why anybody <laughs> stays there beyond their family history and everything like that but it just seems like there are better places to move in the dc universe outside of gotham city outside of metropolis and all these things and you said you've seen a lot of batman movies my favorite idea for a batman movie is one that they decided not to do uh, because they had some casting issues but they were going to do one with clayface and they basically had one actor that was going to be Clayface at the beginning of the movie and relatively unknown actor, relatively young. But then what they were going to do is he was going to consistently morph into different actors that were famous. And mm. so you would get John Hamm, you would get Tilda Swinton, but they would only be in a couple scenes. Basically, what they ran into is that like each one of those actors was like, yeah, this is fun, but this is a bit part, pay me for the full movie. And they're like, we can't do that. You're just going to be in one scene. Here's a couple hundred bucks. You get to be a part of this really cool idea. 
And they're like, yeah, no, no, thank you. I would much rather be like an actual villain. John Hamm specifically wanted to play Egghead. He wanted to mm. take that over from Vincent Price. But unfortunately, they're just like, yeah, I don't see a world where Egghead is going to be one of the main villains in one of these <laughs> movies anytime soon. And then there's Tilda Swinton wanted to be Calendar Man. The just like everybody's like, you could be more famous villains something to chew into but they're like yeah we want as close to a blank slate as possible and so like mad hatter for instance i think that's one that they recommended for tilda ultimately there's been so many batman films so many batman iterations that i think that there's always room for that storyline to progress and for people to find connection to it and i think it's a a fairly quintessential American story arc of top-down capitalist is going to take care of you narrative. Now, based on what you've heard so far, about how much of that would you say was accurate? I'm going to give it, if I were an English teacher, I'd, I'd give it kind of a, a reluctant B+. It okay. felt like there's a, a lot of, not nothing you really said was not true. There's a lot of padding to, to, mm-hmm. to what you said, but there's, there's nothing that was I can point to that's really wholly false. Okay, fantastic. I a very good assessment. Tell me what your connection to Batman is. I started my first connection to Batman was the animated series from the nineties with uh, the, the recently deceased Kevin Conroy. Mm-hmm. And then I just I always liked the the shows and the movies that came out. And then in high school and college, I started really getting into comics. Mm-hmm. And in about twenty sixteen, I started na 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 podcast uh, with oh, a couple fantastic. of my friends. Yeah. And started obsessively watching every every Batman movie ever made, every foreign film, every porno, every animated movie, everything. That must have been a lot of fun. Yeah, <laughs> sometimes it was fun. Some of those movies are a slog to to get through. There's there's like a three and a half hour Nigerian Batman movie with about forty five minutes worth of plot that uh, that we had to watch. Oh, wow. Yeah, that sounds like that might not have had the approval to be made. <laughs> there's a lot of them that didn't get approval. There's there's one we watched that uh, it was a porno. It was the first porno parody ever made. It was called Bat Pussy. Okay. And it was <laughs> definitely not approved by DC. And maybe the most disgusting thing I've, I've ever seen just leaves you feeling sad and bad and wanting to take a shower well for some people that's what they want out of their pornography is to (laughs) to see it and be like all right well that was an experience and now i need to shower (laughs) i guess i guess so i guess that's a a take some people have the the guy in this porno never manages to get an erection the full movie oh no (laughs) yeah and it's he's trying he's doing his best and it just feels like who is this who is this for who is into this yeah one of the interesting things about the sex theaters that a lot of people don't know is one of the things that they originally wanted to have in them were showers kind of like the is that true possibly and (laughs) a lot of the saunas and stuff like that the kind of like resort kind of things where like you could go in the steam room and what happens in the steam room doesn't leave the steam room sort of thing. But they wanted to have those bathhouses be like, hey, why don't we take this to the theaters? And then that's actually what caused 
them to kind of get pushed out of New York because they were, their water bills ultimately got too high because they started trying to install those showers. <laughs> with with Batman, are there instances of the Batman storyline that really resonated with you? Sure. I mean, there, there's so many. There, there's so many. I remember the the first time I read the the Dark Knight Returns comic that that blew me away because it's I read that in high school and I'd only really known the more kid friendly versions of of Batman. And I kind of felt like I was growing out of Batman. It mm-hmm. was this is kid stuff, and then I read that, and that's a very adult, very violent and and dark take on it. And it was like, holy shit, this is this is grown up Batman. This is not for kids at all. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a it's adults only Batman. But mm-hmm. the jump to pornography wasn't the biggest <laughs> jump, right? Yeah, they they sold that book with a with like a little portable shower. You had to. Take. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, the, the, also, a very good invention: the portable shower. It's just a little <laughs> pop up, and you're you're good to go. Right. Just plug it into a hose. <laughs> are there villains that you are like lesser known villains that you really like or really enjoy? I don't know if he's lesser known necessarily. I don't think he's gotten his his do on on screen um mm-hmm. but i think mr freeze might be my my favorite villain that is they, obviously the the joker is fantastic but the joker is like a little bit overdone at this right. point we've had so many different on-screen iterations i'd love to see a the the, the arnold schwarzenegger was the only live action right mr freeze and i'd like to see someone do a, a good version yeah, I, I have played the video games and seen the the chill out. I don't remember what his phrases are in the movie, but mm-hmm. put, you know, putting you on ice or something of that nature. What killed the dinosaurs? The Ice Age. Exactly. Oh, good God. Yeah. <laughs> but I've been playing the video games and looking mm-hmm. at some of the storylines in comic books and the cartoons and stuff like that. Mr. Freeze seems like a really, really dynamic and heartbreaking character in a lot of ways because his justifications for doing bad are you want to do the right thing but you're going about it in the wrong ways yeah and i think that that's really really compelling and told the right way in the right storyline he's doing a lot of similarities to batman in terms of like what he's trying to do he's trying to do the right thing but yeah, I think that I I agree with you. I'd very much like to see uh, Mr. Freeze and, and get his due. Absolutely. So many villains in comic books are just kind of evil for the sake of evil or that's it's they, they just want to rob and steal and murder. Mr. Freeze has noble intentions of like he, he wants to to save his wife and he's just so obsessed with that. He's able to do whatever it takes. And that often means that the the ways he goes about it are evil and that's just so much so much more interesting than someone who's just wants to rob a bank just because they want money for themselves right exactly yeah there's it's like oh i need to get this because i need to get to diamond right. uh, exactly that's that's wild the podcast it, it went on for how long about five years oh fantastic did you get the opportunity to start the harley quinn series at all no we've we've talked about bringing it back because there's there's about 10 or 15 things that we either missed or that have come out since we stopped recording and mm-hmm. and that's definitely one i i watched the show and it was, it was fantastic i loved it but that, mm-hmm. that came out after we stopped recording i see one thing that i really love about the harley quinn series you've watched all of it mm-hmm. yeah one of my favorite things and it made me tear up watching it was when batman finally gets therapy um, yeah it's just like, yes, this is what he's needed this whole time. And yeah. 
like he forces his villains to go and get therapy. And unfortunately, I can understand in Gotham City why one would be apprehensive of getting therapy. It does seem like Mm -hmm. mental health has a pretty bad stigma in that city. But like to see him get therapy and have somebody be compassionate towards him is just this is very heartwarming. Right. Yeah. And I'm I'm normally I've reached a point where it, it feels like his origin story has kind of been done to death and I don't really think it's necessary to do it in in every movie and show anymore mm-hmm. but they they brought up his origin story and they mixed it in with the Harley Quinn giving him therapy and it felt like okay this is it's the origin story but it's kind of a refreshing new take on this and mm-hmm. I'm I'm that's that's the the time I, I actually want to see the origin story again if you if you have some something new to bring to it absolutely a new frame of reference to bring to it that's I, the ideal scenario is there yeah. a batman that you particularly like or one that's your favorite the kevin conroy version i think yeah. is just the best version i mean I'm, I'm maybe i'm biased just because that was the first one i ever saw but it, it just checks all the boxes for me yeah i mean i i tend to agree with that it's similarly with the james bond movies Everybody's mm-hmm. like, oh, Sean Connery, Daniel Craig, Pierce Brosnan. I say James Bond Jr. And <laughs> that, the, the like the Nintendo game? Oh, uh, no. That... So the cartoon. The cartoon. Oh, the cartoon. Cartoon. Yeah. Yeah. So it was James Bond's child with a mullet and a bunch of gadgets. <laughs> it was just, just a delight. If people wanted to learn more about you or learn more about Batman, what would you recommend to them where where could they find you? if you're able to find my podcast it's 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 hard to search for it's not a not a not a, not a podcast it's probably easier to just search for my name mm-hmm. danny rathbun or you can find me on twitter at danny rathbun or on instagram at yakbutter 27 yeah awesome danny thank you so much for joining me today i really really appreciate it thank you for having me absolutely my name is matt stores and this has been matt's planning <laughs>